Welcome to the Spiritual Recharge Podcast, brought to you by SpiritualRecharge.com. This is your place to experience peace and higher consciousness while recharging the battery of your soul. So get comfortable, take a few relaxing breaths, and settle in to this sacred time for yourself. This is Ariel Hecht, and I'm here with our host, Michael McIntosh. Our warmest welcome to you. Thank you for your beautiful presence. And now we'll hear from Michael. Lots of love and blessings and welcome to this beautiful session where we're going to talk about the number one habit for happiness (laughs) and the banana method, which you'll discover what that means as you listen. We're going to be diving deep into what is this number one habit for happiness and what is the number one habit for unhappiness because they are flip sides of each other. And you're going to learn the practice that you can do that will genuinely, truly, and in a practical way change your life and how you feel. And this is not something that is a theory. This is something you can really apply. And it's very easy. And you're going to learn this beautiful practice today. So make sure you listen all the way to the end carefully. Because all these things are connected. And then you can try it out for yourself as an experiment. And see what happens. And I can tell you from my own experience that this practice has completely changed my life. It's taken me out of negativity. It's taken me away from negative feelings and getting upset and getting stressed out and worrying about things. All that is cleaned out. In fact, it's impossible to have negative feelings while you're doing these practices. So, would you like to be happier? (laughs) Would you like to be more joyful? Would you like to be more liberated from unnecessary negative feelings and if you want to stay stressed out or you want to be unhappy or you want to be miserable then you don't want to listen to this because <laughs> you're going to learn how to get out of it and of course you know it's a process we all have days where things can come up for us but when we know these things and we use them everything gets so much better So let's jump into the opposite of happiness to begin with, because if we already had figured this out, if we already were doing these things I'm about to share, then we wouldn't need to learn it. So we're doing something else. What are we doing that sabotages our happiness? What is causing our unhappiness? What is causing our stress? Now, normally, we would just blame it on the world. We would say, well, the reason I'm stressed out and unhappy is because of this, this, and that. Sometimes we have health problems. Sometimes we have relationship problems, challenges. Sometimes we have financial challenges. Sometimes we have living environment challenges. Right? So there's all these different things. And we can quite easily 
blame it all on that. Or, or we could say, oh, it's because of climate change, it's because of the economy, it's because of politics, it's because of whatever it is, right? Because of the polar bears. There's there's a huge list of reasons to be unhappy right now. And we could all write a list. If we were to say, okay, let's write down everything wrong with the world and let's write down every reason I have to be miserable, we could easily write a book about it right now. And then you could give it to someone and they could say, well, you missed all these other things. And they could write another book and then another person could write another book and we could have a whole library of reasons to be unhappy. So there's no lack of those things. The question we have to ask ourselves fundamentally is, do I want to be happy or not? <laughs> because it's not, do I want to be happy if everything is aligned exactly the way I want it to be? The question is, do I want to feel happier and more content, more at peace? It's a very deep question. So before we go on, really tune into this. Would you love to feel happier and have more good vibrations? And if you said yes and you're still here, then that's a very good sign. And we're gonna gonna go deeper into this. So the number one reason for unhappiness is what do you think it is? There's, you could have a whole list, like we said, but the the real thing underneath all of these other things, the deeper reason is we are wanting the world to be different than it is. And we do this unconsciously. We're not even aware that this has happened. So we might be going for a walk and we realize it's a bit cold or it's a bit hot or someone is wearing something you don't like or someone doesn't smile at you the way you appreciate it a nice smile and they didn't give it to you or it could be that you wanted it to be sunny the whole time and then the clouds came or you could be driving a car and someone cuts you off right there's there's a million reasons right and we say why did so and so not get back to me i sent them this message they still haven't got back to me it's upsetting why is it that people do this? Why is it people do that? When so-and-so sorts themselves out, then I'll be happy. I'll change when they change. How could I possibly be happy under these circumstances? So we've got this list that's going on in the back of our head. List of grudges, list of resentments, list of reasons. And underneath it is, I'm not accepting the world the way that it is. And what happens when we don't accept the world as it is? When we have a story, everyone should be wearing a banana suit. 
They're not all wearing a banana suit. In fact, I haven't seen anyone wear a banana suit the whole day. No one's wearing a banana hat or a banana suit. I can't see any banana cars. There's no banana shoes. I expect all these banana shoes and costumes, and there aren't any at all. And I'm very, 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 very upset about it. How dare them? Everyone's so rude because they should all be wearing a banana suit. Can you imagine? Imagine if literally I was thinking that. I expect everyone in the world to always have a banana suit, to be dressed up like a giant banana and have a banana hat on top of their banana suit and have banana shoes and drive a car that looks like a banana. And they should only say the word banana and nothing else. <laughs> and they should only eat bananas. Right? So they should only eat bananas, they should look like a banana, and they should only say bananas. Right? Imagine that was my consciousness. What would you think about that? Yeah, you, you think, I've gone bananas. You think there's something horribly wrong with Michael McIntosh. He, he always thinks everyone should be wearing banana suits for some reason. And he's always miserable because no one wears them. They're out of fashion. There's no reason to wear one. And he's constantly upset about it. Right, it seems completely ridiculous, doesn't it? It seems completely ridiculous. But is it that different from me expecting that people treat me a certain way and they say certain things to me? Or the weather is a certain way? Is, is it really that different? If I think back to my life, I can trace back all of my sorrow, especially in relationships, is expecting someone to be different. I remember when I was in England years ago, I just returned from India and I had all these wonderful ideas about all these cool things I wanted to do when I got back. And what happened is I came home and I realized that my best friend who I lived with was now going out with my ex girlfriend. She wasn't really a girlfriend, but she was someone who I was very dear to and very attached to. And I felt all alone because he wasn't there for me because he was now into this relationship. She wasn't there for me either, right? So I kind of lost all my friends all of a sudden, my main friends. And I was experiencing jealousy and loneliness and heartbreak and I would literally lie on the floor in terrible terrible agony and why was I experiencing such pain and sorrow I was experiencing such pain and sorrow because I was not accepting reality I was in denial and resistance of what is instead of accepting that that is what is happening and how can I be happy anyway and get on with my life, I was spinning out, trying to change the world. I tried to sort of have conversations and say how this was upsetting me. And I tried to get the get them back the way it was before. And it just, it was a complete disaster. Everything I did made it worse. And it was like expecting the world to be wearing 
special banana suits with banana hats and banana shoes and banana cars and wanting everyone to be exactly the way I wanted them to be. But the world wasn't the way I wanted it to be. It was different. The world was the way it was. And my reaction to that was deep distress because try as I might to change things, it only got worse. So I'd like you to just think about this for a moment. Can you imagine a time in your life where you have resisted reality? Where you have wanted it to be one way when in fact it was a different way? I'm sure you could probably write a whole list, but we do this every day on some level, in a small way. I often open the fridge and stand there, <laughs> stand there looking at the fridge going, hmm, <laughs> what I want isn't in this fridge. I'm not sure what I want, but it doesn't seem to be in the fridge. So I'm on some level resisting reality rather than saying, oh, I could make this, I could make this, I could do this. I'm thinking, hmm, something's missing, but it's not really missing. I'm just not fully engaged with what is there at that time. So whether it's looking at the bank account or looking in the fridge or looking at our relationships or even looking at ourselves and saying something wrong about this, it's not the way I want it to be, or looking on the news, oh my God, look at the latest madness that's happening or the politics or whatever it is, right? Anytime we look at life and we are in resistance to what is, what we're doing is we are having an expectation that what we expect in our head should be happening in our physical life and what is happening shouldn't be happening. So this is, this is the number one reason for unhappiness, right? We're talking about the habits for happiness and the habits for unhappiness. The habit for unhappiness is to have unreasonable expectations that everyone wears a banana suit and drives a banana car and has a banana bread and says banana all the time, right? And has banana shoes. And then when they don't, we get emotionally disturbed because of that. That's the habit for unhappiness. Wanting the world to be different, not expecting things to be the way they are, and expecting them to be different to suit us. Basically, we're saying, when the world changes, then I'll change. When the world changes, then I'll be all right. I'll be okay when everything else changes. When so-and-so is different, then I'll be all right. When so-and-so is better, then I'll feel better. When there's no more carbon being used at all anywhere then I'll be fine and until then I'm going to be very upset the whole time whatever it is right we have these long list of things and it's just wrecking our life basically so this is the number one habit for unhappiness and if we're doing this then we actually can't be happy and the question we have to ask ourselves is does all of this unhappiness and resistance and expecting things that aren't reasonable, is all of that 
actually making the world a better place. I'll read you a quote. Even if you take one year and do not change yourself but try to transform others, the time will change but neither you will change nor the other will change. We could spend 10 years trying to force people to change, trying to change the world, trying to force all these things to happen, and nothing's going to happen. We'll feel more miserable, and the world will actually just get worse. So there's there's two quotes. One is, when I change, the world will change. And then <laughs> the backwards, the kind of like dark side, the reverse of that is when the world changes, then I'll change. Wh which is more empowering? When I change, the world changes? Or... When the world changes, then I'll change. Right? Next time you go online, go on Twitter, look at stuff, and see which slogan people are acting from. And don't worry about trying to change anyone, but it's just a curious thing to observe. So, if you want to be unhappy, if you want to be miserable and bitter and stressed out and anxious, then try and change the world the whole time and don't bother trying to change yourself <laughs> it's a guaranteed opportunity for unhappiness so what is the number one habit to be happy what's the number one happy habit if you want to feel happy in your beautiful heart, then you make this flip, this shift, that the whole world is in me, is in you. That you're experiencing your own version of the world. You're experiencing the own version, your own version of the world. And that means that you might as well send your love, send your blessings, 